Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome to Elite, the Elite Ice Hockey League podcast that's completely unofficial. Sylvian Cloutier was our latest Elite legend as he looked back and shared stories from his time in the UK with Coventry Blaze and the Hull Stingrays. If you missed part one, by the way, it's available now from your podcast provider, which includes Spotify, Amazon Music and Apple. So download that and give it a listen, if you haven't done so already. But in the second part, Clutes is back as he talks more about his time with the Stingrays, his relationship with Bobby McEwen, and reveals whether he had the chance to come back to Coventry. You're listening to Elite Legends. You mentioned the, the playoff weekend in, in 2012. You got past the, the Sheffield Steelers team in the quarterfinal. Um, I was looking, you guys were 48 points less than that Sheffield Steelers team that year. What an incredible achievement. However, the semi-final, you know, probably less said about that, the better. A 10-3 yeah. defeat to the Nottingham Panthers. So when you take the result out of that, that, that equation there, just being in the playoff weekend, what was that like? Well, you know what, like the whole story behind it, like the new ownership took over, like Coventry and stuff. And, um, you know, they got a new import at a deadline. I lost an import. I wasn't allowed to add an import. It wasn't in our budget, which is fine because we're different in Coventry. And I think that kind of motivated our group because we had the same ownership that uh, we played an import short the rest of the way, went into the playoffs and import short. We didn't sign anyone. We played some of our young Brits and, I think that kind of motivated our group that we had something to prove. And then we were kind of the underdogs and, you know, no one really helped us and we couldn't sign that extra guy at the deadline. And then we saw our, our other club that, you know, we were ran by the same people, but obviously I understood their side, their budgets and what they had, they've been there a long time, but I think that motivated our dressing room when we got into, you know, we wanted to show that, you know what, that attitude of, you know, F, F you guys, you know, basically. So we went into Sheffield and um, while Sheffield came to Hall and the, and the arena was packed solid, like there, there was a lot of Sheffield fans there, a lot of Hall fans. It was an amazing night. It was so loud in there. Uh, we tied 2-2 and um, not a lot of people gave us a chance uh, going back to Sheffield. And uh, we went there, we had a game plan and uh, I think they scored two quick ones on us and we're like, oh, you know, but we got back on it and our fans were there. They were loud and we made a comeback. And Derek, Derek Campbell had the game of his life that night. I think he, I think he scored a hat trick and 
you know, and Jeremy Tendler got a big goal for us, and Silverthorne got a big goal for us. So, and Boucher stood stood on his head. That we, we killed a huge five on three. Um, I think they scored one, then we killed another one. So, um, yeah, it was big. I'm I'm not saying the referees are trying to have Sheffield beat us. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't <laughs> say referees. No. Can't say referees that. You can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding because I'm sure some of them will listen. But they were friends of mine. I always got along with them. But no, I mean we we upset them. It was a, one of the biggest um, upset in British ice hockey. And yeah, we went in and then we're like, oh my god, now we got to play Nottingham in the semifinals. But we had a game plan and. You know, the, the it didn't go our way that night, and it is what it is, but it was amazing being there. Um, I thought probably that was my last game there that night. I thought I was going to retire after that, and um, it didn't happen. And, no, it was great to see our fans because, you know, the Hall fans deserve to get there. They went through a lot over the years, and it was nice to see them there and how emotional they were. And, um, and you know, we were tight with that group of fans. Um, you know, our players got really close with them, which was nice to see. And when you're a small, uh, smaller team, you should be close with your fans and get to know them because they're the ones at the end of the day that pay that pay your salary, right? They come to the rink and they pay for the tickets and the sponsors and all that stuff. So no, it was it was a special moment for sure. Talk about your relationship with Bobby McEwen. He worked alongside you on the bench. And as you mentioned, he was part of the, the group of people that bought the team in 2012. Tell us about that, that dynamic between you and the relationship you had right up until maybe your departure, maybe after when the, the, the club sadly went under. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I, at first, um, you know, I, br- I brought him in. I didn't have a bench coach um, my first year. I did it all by myself. And uh, Bobby approached me and we had some conversation. We hit it off. Um, he came on board and, um, you know, we work well together. Um, you know, obviously give him the game plan. We talk about line changes, what we're going to do. And obviously I tell him on the bench when I was there, what else would be doing. Um, and then, you know, as the years went on and then when they took over and, you know, I'm not upset at Bobby. Um, was I upset when I was let go? I was upset because, I wish he would have given me the chance to retire properly out of respect. Like after being involved in this game for 20 years and playing it and putting everything to the hockey, I'm sure he he knew in the back of his mind, if he wanted to make a, cha- a change, I'm sure he knew, um, you know, before the end of the season. So um, I wish he would have told me because to be honest, if he were approached me and said, you know what, Clutes, I think it's time we can't afford to play our coach. I was 39 years old or 40 at the time. So, you know, I was still producing fine, but it, I mean, I, I would have understood completely. I have a family. Um, I guess you could say I'm an expensive package because I have my family with me, but um, rather than that, I wish he would have told me that earlier that I would have known I was playing my last game against Belfast. And then you can put a, that, a closure to it, right? Out of respect. So that was the disappointing part of the end in Hall. Um you know, I I was disappointed in that how that it, how it finished. It was really because I didn't really get to say goodbye to the to the fans in the hall, and then um, yeah, we had a little get together after, and a lot of people showed up when they found out. Um, you know, we I was going my own way, and he's going his own way, and um, it was sad because I wish I could have done that skate in hall and said goodbye to the fans that night against Belfast, and then. Um, you know, as a hockey player, a professional athlete, do you want to put closure to that? That was that was the only disappointing thing I guess I have from my time in the UK is, you know, I, I wish he would have talked to me 
before and said, you know, the budget and blah, blah, blah. Like it would have been fine. Like it would have been no hard feelings. It's, it's part of the game, but yeah. When you look at the, the teams you had in Hull over those five years, some names really leap out at you. Ben Bounds, obviously, is a standout one. You consider what he's gone on to achieve. Jeremy Tendler was always a guy scoring a lot of points in a lot of the games. Jason Silverthorne was uh, was a very consistent performer for you as well. But which of those players and, and who else made life easier for you as a coach when you think back? Well, you look back, like uh, Silver was there, like, you know, when, I, when he came to me, um, you know, obviously we became good friends too. We spent four seasons uh, together. Silver was a guy I could rely on a lot, like on and off the ice. Like off the ice, I have no worries. You know, he was a, a gym guy or he worked. He was always ready. And, you know, coming into a training camp, he was ready to go. Um, he was a great hockey player, two, a two-way great guy, a great family guy. Um, nothing but good things to say about Silver. Um, you know, and we picked up uh, Guillaume Doucette, who, who scored some goals for us. Uh, he was a big pickup. Not not too many people knew him. So when I grabbed him, I tried to sign him early, which I did get at that time, So, which was nice. Um, and then there was Jeremy Tendler. I mean, four years. Jeremy, Jeremy to this day is still a very, very close friend of mine. I played for me in Corpus Christi. I traded for him in Corpus Christi to bring him into Corpus Christi. And then when he got there, I think he played two games for me there. And then uh, we kept in touch. And then when the opportunity came for him to come to Hall, he, you know, he, he took it and he came over. And, I mean, he was one of the top goal scorers in the Elite League there for that span. Um, you know, he's scoring 40 to 50 goals a year. Um, you know, we had some young guys too. We had a young Scottish Scottish guy that I really, really liked. I thought he would have played for GB a long time was Lee Mitchell. I thought he was one of the best young um, players in, in the country. And I, I know his knees and he had some injuries, but that kid played the game the right way. He played hard in your face, um, could, could score, could produce. And when he left us, I think he went to Brayhead, I think at the time. Um, it was too bad because he was a big part of our room and um, he, he was a character kid and I, I, I love coaching him. I love playing with that kid. Um, you know, and then, you know, I look at Carl Lozon, we added Omar Pasha, we brought over. I mean, I tried to get Omar the year before I got him the, the second time around and, you know, you can see what he's done. I mean, there, there's a lot of good that came out of Hall, a lot of players there that had uh, success. Even Matty Davis, I had him his first year in Hall and, you know, I, and Maddie got sent down to the EPL because he was having a bit of an attitude with me. So uh, we, we kind of not released him, but sent him down. He ended up going to play in EPL. And then he came back at the end of the season. We sat down together and we brought him back. We we became close friends still to this day. He'll message me and ask me about imports for his team and do some research for him and help him out. But um, no, those are friendship. Those are special characters, like the guys I just named that. I'll never forget. And obviously Ben Bounds, when I signed him, um, did I take a, some heat from some of the fans? Yeah, I was a young British goalie. I think he was 19 at the time. But I felt he was good enough to be our goalie, our number one goalie. And that way I can add another defenseman at the back as an import um, and try to you know protect him that way and make our team better if we can use Bouncy as a British keeper. And he did a great job. And look at him now. I mean, you know, it's I look back and there was a lot of success that came out of those hall teams that are some guys are still around. So it's quite neat, like Omar's success being in Nottingham and Bouncy and Cardiff and playing for GB and going going to the top tier. And 
yeah, like I, it, yeah, it was just, they're, they were all good guys, great teammates, and it made my life easy too. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So how much do you miss Hull, then, when you look back? You know what? Like, I really miss Hull. Um, I mean, five, five years. So I played 20 years pro. Five out of 20. We're in Hall. Um, you know, we live in a small village outside of Hall. We made friends there. My daughters played for the North Ferriby Soccer Club, football club there. Um, you know, uh, still once in a while, Richard Watts was Emily, my oldest manager. Um, he'll send a message once in a while. Kevin, who was an, another guy that was there, that was a coach with Chloe, my middle one. And like, we keep in touch. Like, we were involved in the community. I mean, I even ran practices for their football teams when the coaches couldn't be there. So they'd ask me to go run their practices. So it was quite fun. And I, you know, I played in the five on five league on Monday nights there. Um, and then Friday nights I, or Friday nights, I would meet some of the, some of the locals and, you know, talk, talk about different stuff. Like I became friends with some of the fans and would meet and I'd have a, and meet up for a pint or two and go back home and get ready just to get away and forget about everything. Like I had, a, I had a lot of friends in the hockey world, but we also had a lot of friends away from hockey, which was nice where it wasn't always just about hockey. So it can just be kind of normal and just be that normal, normal guy. And, and in Hall, it really helped because, um, you know, I got to know people and we're part of the school. We helped a lot of the school with the kids. And yeah, no, it was fun. I, I do miss Hall. If they call me tomorrow, like, to be honest, I'm probably in better shape now. My body's healed up. I'd probably go back and lace up and play tomorrow for Hall if I could. <laughs> <laughs> so bringing you back to up to date things at the moment Coventry I've got your old teammate Danny Stewart in charge he's been there for a good few years now a few ups and a few downs I would say more ups than downs to be to be fair to Danny do you keep up to date with the Blaze and how they're doing and if so what do you what have you made of them and under Danny's time there yeah yeah I, I, I keep track on the whole league I keep watching I mean you know, like I said I had a great experience in the elite league so uh, to be able to, especially when you know people that are there and, and to keep it in touch with Stewie and Coventry, obviously you always wish your club would have more success because I still feel I'm a Coventry Blaze guy deep down and um, you always watch. And I know Stewie was in, their team was up there this year, almost almost till the end there. Um, they, had a, they had a really good season. Um, but, you know, all comes down, you know, I know the big clubs and all that. Everyone says, well, you know they spend more and they can go after higher caliber players you can say but 
I think Stewie's done a fabulous job for Coventry. And, you know, they're always in the middle of the pack. And I know a couple of years ago they fought for a playoff spot, but there's always going to be ups and downs. And I think, like you said, there's been more ups for Stewie. And that's to show his character. And, um, you know, I, I'm pulling from I, I, You know, he was a great teammate for me. And even when he, he was in Fife, you know, we we played against each other. And, you know, we competed against each other. But the respect was there because we won championships together and went to war. Uh, they would go to battle on the ice. Yeah, we did. But, you know, I would do anything for Stewie. He was a really great teammate. Of course, he's getting a testimonial um, at the start of next month for his contribution to the club, of course. And a lot of the guys that you played with are going to be involved now. This might be a dodgy question. And if it is, we can take it out in the edit. But were you asked to come back for it? Yeah, I was asked to come uh, for the game. And unfortunately, I can't with my job now. I have uh, stuff going on and uh, with my own team. So I would have loved to come and play and, and support Stewie. Um, I just did a little video from there the other day. And, um, you know, again, if the Coventry Blaze fans are listening, let's go support Stewie and let's, let's buy some some tickets there for the game. He deserves it. Um, you know, obviously, congratulations to him. Um, he's been a loyal guy to that organization. And, uh, yeah, I would have loved to have been there and seen some of the guys. I mean, some like Neil Martin lives in the same town as me here in Barrie, so I got to see him uh, quite a few times. And, uh, but yeah, no, it would have been really nice to to go back to Coventry and see the fans and just to be on the ice again with them. So what does the short-term future hold for you in coaching? You were at Corpus Christi again last season. Nothing has been announced, certainly, as far as this season's concerned. You'll obviously know different than me. But if the right offer were to come along, would we ever see you back on these shores again at any time? Yeah, uh, yeah, I would love to come back uh, if the opportunity came. Um, I haven't really pursued it. I mean, I did speak to Garrett a few times in the past, but nothing serious. Um, but I have a four-year contract in Corpus, and um, you know, I'm working with an age group that kids want to go to Division One college. And um, it, it, you know, we had a very young group last year. We have 19 returning guys this year, so it's gonna we're going to be up there. We were, like I said, we were one of the youngest. And then when you compete against, you have a bunch of old fours or threes and old fives on your team. You compete against teams that have a lot of old twos. Uh, it makes a big difference. And our team's going to be a year older and um, it's going to be nice to see what they accomplish. We still had five players uh, get committed to uh, division one college, but to, to answer that question, to come back and coach in, in England or the UK, I, I yeah, I, I wouldn't say no, that's for sure. It was, it was one of the best places to play hockey, and I think it'd be a great place to, to just just to get a chance to be behind the bench and not have to do three jobs, be the GM, coach, and player, which, as you know, you guys have had that too at the clan with some of the guys. and It's a lot to put on your plate, and just to focus on coaching would be great. That was Sylvian Cloutier, the former Coventry Blaze player and Hull Stingrays player coach, our latest legend as part of our series of former faces who've been in this league. To remind you again, part one is available, so if you haven't already, subscribe to Elite on your preferred podcast provider, including Spotify, Amazon and Apple, and new episodes will drop as and when they're ready, of course. We're on social media at underscore Elite IH on Twitter and Elite Podcast on Facebook, so like and follow us and share which legends you'd like to hear from in the coming weeks, and we'll try and make it happen. So in the meantime, thanks to Klutz for his time and to you for listening and I'll be back real soon with another great guest. Elite Hockey, Elite Listening. Bye for now.
Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.